This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into Week 15 lines in the National Football League, and we start on Thursday night. The Niners at the Seahawks, Chelsea. Niners laying three and a half points. Niners minus 190. Seahawks plus 155 total set at 43 and a half. Do you continue to believe in the rookie out of Iowa State, Brock Purdy? Oh, my gosh. I'm waiting for Jinx to say, didn't you think he was pretty good? Because here's <laughs> the thing. Around here, you could say that, and people like would bat an eye. They'd be like, yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. Because uh, that's how people <laughs> say pretty in a southern accent. So, Jinx, that's right up your alley as opposed to phone parties. Uh, but looking at this line, I think you see the three and a half with the Seahawks, and immediately it's kind of intriguing. For a team that's been good all season long, you know, especially against the number, getting three and a half at home. And when you think of home primetime environments that are probably, you know, pretty exciting, wouldn't you put <laughs> Seattle as one of those places that has a pretty good home field advantage? So eventually, maybe we see some of the sheen come off Brock Purdy. But I think the thing is, the Niners' defense is just so good that it's hard to fade the Niners right now. Uh, I, I I agree with that. I also think that as much as I as much as I think Brock Purdy is an incredible story, I do believe the Seahawks are the right play here because it's in Seattle. You're getting the hook, and also at some point, doesn't there have to be a little regression with Brock Purdy? He's an awesome story, and maybe he carves a path. I'm not saying he's going to fall off, but I don't. I don't necessarily believe this is going to continue for weeks on end. Yeah, I think the question is, what do we expect from uh, the Seahawks defense? Because if I'm thinking correctly, it's not really one of the best defenses in the NFL. Pretty middle of the pack in just about anything, uh, any stat that you look at. So, I don't know. It's not a terrible matchup for Brock Purdy. And again, he's going to have a ton of weapons around him. Although, he will not have Debo Samuel, who was out last game with an injury uh, before uh, Brock Purdy actually was relying on him pretty heavily when it came to the receiving game so that's one weapon they're down but it doesn't feel like the Niners are going to be decimated just because they have so many guys on that offense they can really pick up the slack namely Christian McCaffrey because he does a lot of the same things that Debo does I don't know Uh, I feel like there is a way to play this one but I'm just not seeing it right now uh, looking at the total of 43 and a half, because usually mm-hmm. if the Niners are playing, it's a good call to at least consider the under because yeah. their defense has just been so stout this whole season long and especially over the last few games. So uh, Jinx looking at a total of 40, 43 and a half. Is that a way that maybe you can play this? Yeah, I think maybe you go under here. I think so because the Niners defense is so good and Also, if you think that Brock Purdy, like I do, is due for some sort of setback. I mean, even the greatest in the NFL have bad games. I don't think he's going to throw four picks, but I don't know if this continues now. Defenses have more tape on him. So, yeah, you talk about a Niners defense that is good. I think Brock Purdy might struggle a little bit. I would look at the under as well. How about Saturday kickoff, Shell? So we get NFL football on Saturday, and it starts with a 1 p.m. kickoff with the Colts visiting the Vikings. Vikings laying four. They're minus 225 on the Monday line. The Colts are plus 185, and the total set at 47.5. The spread has come down from Minnesota laying 4.5, so a little money on Indy. God, do I not want to touch the Colts here. 
Uh, really? I feel like yeah. I love the Colts in a teaser because look at the Vikings. Mm. What's the theme of the season for Minnesota? They're only winning games by one touchdown. If you look at all their 10 wins, only one has come by more than a touchdown. So if you tease the Colts up to 10, and yesterday it was 10 and a half because I was talking about this on my tip that I posted, you know, once a month I try to get on TikTok. Uh, so the Colts, if you tease them <laughs> up to 10 and a half, I think that's a pretty good spot here because the real question is who's playing quarterback for the Colts. I think if it's Matt Ryan, I like the Colts here because we know one thing also as well about the Vikings and that is their secondary is very, very beatable. So we've seen flashes of Matt Ryan actually being good this season when he's facing mm -hmm. secondaries uh, that give up a lot of pass yards, like going against the Cowboys. That's as bad of a matchup as it could possibly be for Matt Ryan. And we saw the results of that. Uh, and it was the Cowboys coming up in an absolute beatdown of the Colts. So I think you hold your nose and you say, let's not overreact too much because I would imagine most of the public is going to see that box score from the Colts and Cowboys game and say, ain't no way I'm touching the Colts in this one. But it's a much better matchup for Matt Ryan here as opposed to going to that amazing secondary that the Cowboys have and then going against this Vikings secondary that's one of the worst in the league. Yeah, I don't trust the Vikings at all. Jeff Saturday has already said Matt Ryan will get the start on Saturday, so that should make you like your play even more. What about the game on Saturday night? Dolphins at the Bills. Bills laying 7.5 points. The Bills are minus 375 on the money line at BetMGM. The Dolphins are plus 280. Total set at 42.5. The spread is up a half point from Bills minus 7. Total is down three points. From 45 and a half. I know BetQL loves the over here, but money has just crushed the under. Would you be willing to lay seven and a half or a total here in this game? I I think this could be, oh man, do I want to say, I think the Bills are the right side. I don't trust the Dolphins right now. They look really bad because when the Dolphins were winning games in the middle of the season and we were talking about Tua, and, and they're, they're a good football team, but they weren't playing a tough schedule. Now that they've started to get into the real meat of their schedule, they have not looked like a good football team. I think the Bills could roll here. Yeah, but it's a seven and a half here. Uh, and we've mm. seen, like you said, some money come in on the Bills, but it's seven and a half. It's Dolphins are nothing for me. Uh, this is the reasoning behind my play last week against the Jets. The As good as the Bills have been, they really haven't absolutely blown out some opponents that they should be blowing out. We saw it in that game against the Lions. We saw it last week against the Jets, which they won comfortably, but they didn't cover the 10. So I think when you get 7.5 with a good Dolphins team that uh, has some really good offensive pieces, like as long as you have Tyree Kill, you probably have a chance to score some points. So for me, it is Dolphins plus seven and a half or nothing. Chelsea, man, we have a full slate of the early games on Sunday at one. So I'm going to let you take a look at the schedule here and tell me the first game that jumps off the page where you say, you know what? This is a game I want to bet. We got some stinkers, but also some pretty good matchups as well. What do you think? Yeah, I think that uh, Vikings-Lions or vikings um uh, Colts one is probably my favorite, but immediately okay. you see the Chiefs lying 14 against the Texans. That seems like a big number, and we saw the Texans at least put up a fight last time out against the Cowboys. Maybe it's not a good spot for the Texans. I don't know, but when you're just talking about initial reads and seeing that big number, that one jumps off the page. And also, the Jags getting 5.5 against the Cowboys. As somebody yeah. who went to the Titans game and saw Trevor Lawrence just – 
you know, building his confidence and momentum with each and every throw, slicing and dicing that Titans secondary. It's really intriguing to take the five and a half uh, with the Jags at home here. But here's the thing. We just talked about it. The Cowboys actually have a very good secondary. So it's a different scenario going against a Titans secondary that's giving up like the fourth or fifth most passing yards in the league and then going against the Cowboys secondary that's one of the best in the league. So Trevor Lawrence is training in the right direction, but this Mm -hmm. may be a bad matchup for the Jags. But you are talking about a sizable spread here as uh, the Jags getting five and a half at home. I think I'd still lean towards the Jags and the points, but still I don't think it's as clear cut as maybe one would think. I agree with that. And when I saw this number, I immediately thought, oh, man, the Jags are going to be a very public play. The home dog in the NFL, Trevor Lawrence coming off a career performance. I- I'm fascinated just to watch this game because Trevor Lawrence is finally taking the next step. He was, he's was he been really good in the past few weeks, and I know it was against your Titans last Sunday where he looked remarkable. That was probably the first game in his NFL career where he just put the Jags on his shoulder and said, I'm going to go win this game for us. So he is finally becoming that player after that wasted year with Urban Meyer. But I would still be tempted to take the Jags plus the five and a half as well. When you look at the Eagles at the Bears, Eagles minus nine, Eagles minus 400, Bears plus 320, total set at 48 and a half. It's a, I'm surprised this spread is in double digits. Do you believe in the Eagles as good as they look in Chicago at nine? <sighs> Man, I just... When a spread is that big, I don't want any I don't want anything to do with it. Like, yeah, the Eagles will probably cover the number, but there's other games on the board because I have learned my lesson when trying to fade the Eagles. They are playing really, really good football right now. I thought the Giants were the play last week, getting the seven and a half. That mm-hmm. was a divisional game uh for a Giants team that <clears throat> usually at least keeps it close. So this isn't even a divisional game. Maybe it's a sleepy spot for the Eagles. Maybe that's like Mm -hmm. the only reasoning you can say and say, well, this game just doesn't mean that much to the Eagles. But still, I ain't fading the Eagles right now. Well, I don't blame you for that. They have have an historic offense that they have put together. We're talking about perhaps the best offense in franchise history. That's how well they're playing. But another game I think is interesting, you know, it, it looks like a stinker of a game, and I know not a lot of people are going to watch it, but the Panthers are hosting the Steelers. And the Panthers, because the Bucs just cannot pull away and don't look good, the Panthers are still in contention to win the division. They're laying two points in Charlotte. The Panthers are minus 135 on the money line. The Steelers are plus 110. And the total is set at 38 and a half. Is there any way with a number less than three, less than that key number, you're going to trust Sam Darnold in a spot where he could possibly lead Carolina to the playoffs? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, this is a spot where I feel like Pittsburgh is usually the play. The Steelers, when they're getting points over the years, have been very, very profitable. I need to look it up, but Mike Tomlin, as an underdog, has uh, this incredible winning clip against the number. I think that's the case here. And even if you don't like the Steelers plus two, I think this is an excellent teaser leg. I'll probably put the Steelers in with the Colts in a teaser uh, and tease the Steelers up to 10 because – Even if the Panthers win, I don't see it being a blowout win. Uh, So I believe in that Steelers defense to at least keep this game pretty close. And maybe we see a better game from Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I agree with you. And also the couple wins that Sam Darwin has racked up. Beat the Seahawks, pretty impressive. Beat the Broncos. Uh, Everyone's beating the Broncos. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.